And we are live. What's going on, guys? And welcome to episode 10 of the Daily Grind podcast. So, quick little update of how I'm feeling. I don't know if you guys have been tuning in and keeping up to date. But, been getting over sick. I actually left early today just because, man, I try to talk to as many members and guests. Did a pretty good job today flowing with that and you know helping everybody as best as I could but I had to go home man I just couldn't breathe anymore I just couldn't really talk trying to clear my throat every sentence it's hard to really make that connection with people but came home here now and recording so episode nine yesterday what that went over was kind of the leadership kind of series of how to kind of move forward and being a good leader Today, what I want to go over in episode 10, one zero, is something that I think a lot of people tend to forget in regards to sales, which is selling. How can I be a better salesman? Well, the kind of first tip I will use to give people, whether it be in you know door-to-door sales or B2B customer kind of sales orientation is... Knowing your niche, knowing your niche of how to overcome certain things. Because as much as we don't want to be salesy on certain things, we have to be. Definitely the tips I give people, what I tell people is, whatever your product is, right? Whether it be selling a hat, whether it be selling clothing, whether it be selling electronics, a certain service, a certain product, like a gym membership. How do you convince that person to buy with you? Is it 99% of it? Some of the product and how you establish it and present it? Of course. I kind of break it down to three kind of easy things. Of people. Product. And price. Or what I usually like to do for kind of direct sales in a sense is. Process. Product, price. That's kind of the good one for me. And it works really well on anything you try to do. So meaning, let's say you are selling electronics, right? Let's say you sell that. So a lot of times people, in order to be better at that, how do you sell it? One, it's of course being knowledgeable, but it's knowing that kind of process. So that first one, right? The product. Normally when you do kind of a good presentation, knowing the ins and out, answering any kind of rebuttal questions that that customer may have, it's really addressing that. You know, when you really ask for that sell, it's usually really being that direct of, okay, is this something you want to purchase? And it's no kind of sugarcoating it or easing away in because you, if you follow that kind of byproduct of product, process, and price, at that point, there should really kind of be no end around. So this is the easiest way. So when you ask for that sale, right, the easiest way to kind of be able to go into it is knowing, and this is something I learned from a great mentor of mine. Um, His name is Victor Antonio. If you guys ever want to look up, you know, Sales 101, look this guy up. He is amazing and definitely helped me to learn some concepts, but to adapt them to every person's trade. And that was really kind of asking the direct question of, 
if they're ready to get started or if they're hesitating, you just ask them flat out. <clears throat> Mr. and Mrs. Customer. There's usually two reasons why people don't want to get started. One, they're either just not interested. And if they flat out tell you they're just not interested, then that's easy. You can literally just give them great customer service, whatever your field may be, and let them on with their day. Or two, they're interested, but they're just not sure. And that's where those three P's really come into really good effect. So let's say, right, they tell you, Anthony, no, you know, oh, I'm interested. I'm just not sure. Okay. What are you not sure about? What in my presentation that I showed you about my process and my product and my price did you not like on the product? Was this the best quality product for you? Meaning, did this device fall under everything that you wanted in regards to everything that you need? Yes. Yes, it did. Awesome. So it's not that one. Or is it two? The process. Being able to actually have this thing set up with you and enjoying it, how easy it can flow, was that process at all too complicated at any time? No, it was awesome. Love it. So then three, it has to be the price. If we knock those two out, you know, it wasn't the product, it wasn't the process. It has to be the price. Was this price more than you expected? <coughs> I do apologize, I am getting over a cold. Most of the time I'm going to say, you know, Anthony, yes, it is a little bit more than I expected to pay. And that's where you definitely have that kind of rebuttal of, okay, well, depending on what you do, you can do a lot of things. If you do like a 30, 60, 90, meaning you put down a certain amount of money, pay the rest in 30 days, 60, 90 days. That's something that can set you apart in a good way. Where, okay, cool, what is a comfortable number that you can afford to be able to put on. So definitely going into that field and pitching it that way, once you tell you the number, it's pretty easy to help them out. You know, if they give you a ballpark number, oh, you know, I can do 600, you know, sir, the bare minimum we can take is about five, you know, you know, let's say I can only do 500. Well, sir, the bare minimum we can do here is 550. Pretty sure they'll be able to get that 550. And if not, at least you have tried every possible way to be able to help them out. So that's able to check off everything from that checklist. A lot of times what I've noticed, whether it be anybody selling that type of product like that, B2B kind of product or, you know, my thing and memberships or fitness or anything like that. It's more of the nature of how you're presenting it, meaning I may have done all that info really good, but is there something about me that I'm, the way I'm projecting myself, whether it be a bad mood or a bad tone, that people don't gravitate to? Because you may cross all those X's, right? You may be able to answer all those and do those. There's just times where people just don't want to do it. And that's where you have to learn to just kind of let it go. Like, okay, cool. No worries on that, sir. Mr. Mr. Customer, what would be a next time? I'm available tomorrow. Can we shoot for tomorrow and give you about... Couple, you know, a couple hours to think about it. And yeah, what I try to do is just kind of envision them, whether it be them buying a product of like that nature or a service. I usually tell the customer, 
I understand you definitely want to think about it and really do your numbers. But at that time, kind of the rebuttal I like to use on it is using the whole process of, okay, is it the one-time price that's stopping you or is it the overall cost that's stopping you? And most of the time when they start giving you those kind of rebuttals, it's simply as going into, well, what do you mean? Well, one-time price, let's say I am buying a TV that costs $600. At that time, that one-time price, and it says so on that clear date right there that this is the price for today, $600. Or they can easily come and buy the same type of, let's say, TV that... It's about maybe the same size, but a lower brand, a lower manufacturer of it for about $200. Now, a lot of times people are always going to say, well, I'm going to go with the one $200. Well, nothing wrong with that. But the way I break it down is when you do that price and cost effect difference. Okay, cool. Let's say you buy that $200 one. Since it is outdated, it has gone outdated for that reason. Let's say in a couple months, something breaks in that. Now you have to replace it. And then going further, another couple months, you have to play something else. And then going another couple months, now your whole screen is back and they're pretty much telling you you have to get a new one. At that time, I guarantee you, you probably would have wasted the same amount of money, if not two times more than what you would have paid if you bought the newer quality brand, up to date, everything's great, it's brand new, and pay that one-time price. Because your overall cost with buying that newer more up-to-date brand new brand and equipment save you that much more money than buying a lower price so the cost was more efficient with buying the one that was brand new compared to the cheaper price a lot of times (coughs) painting that picture for somebody it's usually all it takes to really show them that Okay, wow, I definitely understand that concept now. I think going into there using any of these type of kind of selling techniques would definitely help out because even if you're, you know, B2B customer service or A2B selling where you're directly always meeting with them, the little things, the way you pitch certain things, your diction, your voice, the way you stand, the way you use certain hand gestures can make such a difference. I always tell people, whatever your craft may be, try to master your selling craft as best possible. Try these out too. You know, if whatever you may do for sales, whether it be retail, selling a product, selling a service, try those sales. I guarantee you, if you pitch it right, and you best way to pitch it, you just got to try on every person to make sure it sticks. Use your own pitch, of course. Everybody's pitch is different, but trying that will definitely make a difference for that reason because you'll see how it can relate. Definitely those will be a good one moving forward if you apply it in your field. But the biggest tip I always tell people is you have to try it. Now, a real quick one going into anybody in regards to fitness, a quick one, right? Let's say you're selling your service, not a program, but your service. Your service is known as like a 12-week 20 week, a year, whatever it may be. How do you convince somebody to buy your product before even trying you? A lot of times people want to try you, right? 
Well, one, it's your testimony of what you've done clientele-wise. And then two, it's also going into that, knowing your knowledge and knowing what your price compared to overall cost is. Definitely pitching in it in a way where people see the value of what you have to pitch for your certain price or certain programs compared to your overall cost of doing something else. I usually give people the pros and cons of the pros of working with you on a certain type of program and then the cons of waiting another two or three weeks. The more you're able to relate it, and yes, it does sound a little bit salesy the way I pitch that, but the more you can actually do it and sell it to people, at the end of the day, if you're selling a service like that, you're selling yourself. You're not selling your product. You're not selling your price. You're selling yourself. If you are a product of what you preach and you look the part and you make constant changes for that reason, then whatever you sell, whether it be a month, costs you 300 bucks, or whatever it may be, you have to be worth your own knowledge. Meaning, if you have all the all the piece of papers, all the transformations, all the documentation that say that you are the best trainer, then how do you project that towards selling to somebody? And that's that's how you really do it pretty much, just being able to show them. Show them and let them decide. It's not easing up on your pricing. It's not doing certain things because you have to be able to sell your worth. You know, do you feel like... 12 weeks is worth your time for this many. If it is, then you have no problem selling whatever you sell. I hope you guys do like this video. I know episode 10 is a little bit different from some of the other things I've done. Episode 9 was a little bit more of leadership-wise of how that role can play. But today, it's definitely going into the actual execution of selling it. So hopefully these episodes keep doing wonders for you and like i said do apologize if you hear any coughing or a little sneezing in the background I'm not feeling too great still still getting over that cold but thank you so much guys for always tuning in this has been episode 10 of the daily grand podcast and tune in tomorrow guys more to more to come